0: Good day, all you beautiful people. I am your host, Chris Champagne. This is Toaster Tubby Time, and I am medicated for your amusement. Come alive and let the motion rock you. Let it send you off to sleep. Come inside, there's nothing left. Now you've landed on your feet. Good day you beautiful people and welcome back to Toaster Tubby Time. As always, I am your host Chris. Um I just want to say thank you for coming back. I enjoy speaking to you and I hope that you enjoy what I have to say. So, um I know I said I was going to do some reading from a screenplay that I wrote when I was, you know, 18, 19 with my friend Derek. But I kind of decided uh, based on a conversation that I had with uh, another friend of mine, Ron, uh, that I needed to do this episode first because what he said made a lot of sense to me. Uh, What he was talking about was my episode, a couple episodes ago talking about, literature and, uh, where I read my journal, uh, when I was first starting to ride a motorcycle, that was about 13 years ago. God, I'm old, but, (laughs) but what I wanted to say was, um, that he said that I was a bit too harsh on myself and looking back, listening back, I I can kind of see that, um, it wasn't really that I was trying to be harsh on myself I was trying to keep a level between you know self-deprecating humor uh, which unfortunately then kind of came into more like self abusing humor and you know there's a there's a fine line between self-deprecating and uh self abusing humor uh, to to call yourself out for for being A jerk, being a complete asshole, and just really putting yourself down too much. Um, I thought that I was being humorous, uh, you know, basically trying to say that, you know, the way I was writing was kind of pretentious. I was really, really was trying to be a bit pretentious y in writing it. I had these wild dreams of being like the next Robert Pierce and writing the next Zen and the Artist of Motor. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Zen in the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, uh, but really, yeah, it could, it could have come off as way too, uh, way too self abusing, um, and I just wanted to let you guys know that, yeah, no, there's there's nothing wrong going on upstairs. Uh, to me, I thought I was just being funny, but I can completely understand that, and uh, so I wanted to talk with you guys about um, kind of taking care of yourself and running that fine line between self-deprecating and self-abusing or self loathing behavior. Um, so yeah, for me, I really, really do find that it is, it's, it's interesting to be, uh, doing some self-deprecating humor. Like for me, I, I can tell you a few stories that, to me, are self-deprecating. They're just more for, you know, picking on myself for the fact of getting a laugh, but not really trying to hurt myself by putting myself down in such a way. Um, so I, I'm going to tell you a couple stories that I think are really freaking hilarious from my life that uh, that I, I'm considering self-deprecating. Uh, using my own self as the punchline of the joke, really to get a good laugh for you guys. So the first one, I was in sixth grade. Um, and I don't know how many of you remember being in sixth grade. Well, if pretty much any year you had to do the presidential fitness test, uh, the stretching, the pushups, the pull ups, which they changed to arm hang, which they didn't change back to, uh, push up or pull ups. Uh, it was uh, sit ups. You had to do sit ups, um, but I, I want to focus on the the running. So you had to run the mile in X amount of time. Uh, what happened was while I was running, and this was all outside. Uh, there was no real track at my uh, elementary school. It was just you know you ran around the the playground area that was outside. They had a a little softball kickball field, uh, and just area where the kids would go. So they kind of had it mapped out as two, four laps around as your mile. So around the last lap, as I was coming, coming around and I was starting my last lap there, um, this was again, uh, the eighties. So I want to preface that by saying this was the eighties and these things were like, cool, uh, but the old school athletic shorts that kind of, uh, they had the piping along, you know, there were one, a solid color and then they had the white piping along. It usually had like two, three stripes on the side. So, and they unfortunately were always cut just a little too short. So while I was coming around, I made the first corner on my first lap. I could see people ahead of me. Thank God nobody was around me because all of a sudden My dick fell out of my shorts. I was wearing underwear. It just, the movement and the action just bloop. And he just fell out and I just kind of doubled over like I had a stomach pain. (laughs) Tucked myself back in. The gym teacher (laughs) comes running up. He's like, everything okay? I'm like, yeah, just a cramp, just a cramp. But yeah, that uh, (laughs) that was absolutely uh, a funny moment to me. And, and at the time it was super embarrassing, but looking at it now, I could be like, yeah, that, that was funny. You know, as an adult, um, as an adult, uh, thinking about my little kid wiener falling out, <laughs> that just sounds wrong. But so that was, that was definitely to me a, uh, pretty, pretty funny moment. Um, I got a, I got a laugh out of it and, you know, A couple of my friends thought that they saw that, but yeah, no, that's exactly what happened. Uh, But yeah, I'm not telling this as a way to be like, I was awful. But I mean, to me, that was uh, a humorous thing. Um, The other thing that happened to me and God help me. I don't know why both of my stories involve my dick, but um, I was in high school at the time and it was the mid 90s. So I did track. I, more specifically, I did pole vaulting and I was horrible at it. I sucked and I didn't care. I, I'll be honest. I was doing it because I wanted something to list on extracurriculars. Uh, at the time I thought I was going to college and you know, everybody pushes, you have to have extracurriculars to get into college. They look at all that shit and that was fine. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do track. And, you know, Derek was doing track. He was doing pole vaulting at the time. So he's like, just, you know, there's only a couple of us on the team. So just come out, do pole vaulting. It doesn't matter if you suck. It doesn't matter if you can clear anything. At least you can say you're part of the team and you, you know, you could put that towards resumes and or college applications and shit like that. So I did do that. And that was, uh, that was rather fun fun again i i sucked <laughs> and i'm going to admit i sucked i i don't think i really ever cleared uh the the bar so yeah that's not me trying to degrade myself i, I did I, I was horrible at it but i had a lot of fun uh you know the the whole team camaraderie of it all uh but yeah so one time i was kind of spacing out sitting I was well, sitting standing there waiting for my time to go and don't take this the wrong way, but I I was standing there, I was facing the bleachers. Uh, so between me there were wa- and me and, the ble- uh, me and the bleachers, there was the the run and the the mats for the pole vaulting. Uh, there was a little bit of field. there was the track, then a fence, then basically you had the bleachers. And I'm just trying to do this so you have a a visual of me staring at the bleachers. And I was just kind of standing there and I just holding my pole vaulting pole. I, I'm, I'm going to say that because otherwise it could sound dirty um, <laughs> with the next part. But I was holding my pole vaulting pole and for some reason – Derek thought it would be hilarious to pants me as the girls track team was running by doing their warmup. Uh, he completely, uh, forgot the fact that in high school I wore boxers. I did not wear tidy whiteys. So when he grabbed low, he thought he was just going to get okay. Underwear in front of the girls track team. He got everything. So everything was out in front of the girls track team. <laughs> So, yeah, that was, yet again, another story of um, how I kind of embarrassed myself a little bit. I mean, really not at my own fault, but I exposed myself to the girls' track team. Uh, So, yes, young uh, uh, 16-year-old Chris was exposed. Um, Thank God nobody really saw – I mean, the girls – Some of the girls saw it. They laughed. Again, I went into my normal uh, little uh, hedgehog ball and, like, pulled myself up. But, yeah, I mean, it's hedgehogging is kind of a great way to do it. You just, like, eh, fall into a little ball. (laughs) It was kind of a cross between a possum playing dead and a hedgehog just rolling up into a ball and taking care of yourself. But, um, yeah, those were kind of my two little funny experiences with that. Um, there's probably a, a ton more stories that I have, but those are the ones that I really, that, that stick out in my mind because, uh, again, for some reason, exposing yourself, it's just, it's a nightmare. I guess everybody has at some point in time, like you show up to school or you show up to somewhere naked. Um, you know, I've had that dream several times myself and it's just like, okay, I'm ill-dressed or ill-prepared for whatever. Um, but obviously it just, I, I just deal with it. Um, there've been plenty of other times in my life where I have been by choice, uh, naked in front of groups of people. Uh, we used to go skinny dipping into the, uh, at the beach late at night, uh, as a group of friends that I had post high school, they were all, you know, kind of hippie ish, uh, Wiccan just very naturalistic. So it really didn't even matter anything, but you know, it was just shit that we did. But I digress back to the topic at hand about, uh about self abusive, uh, humor versus, you know, self deprecating for, well, I mean, self abusive behavior versus, you know, self deprecating for the sake of humor, for the sake of storytelling. um, it's hard to tell the difference sometimes if you get it in your head that you're not kind of worthy enough and you think that you're just being self-deprecating and using it for humor and it, it can make people a little bit uncomfortable because they if you're hanging out with people uh, especially as you're older you these are people that you care to be around um you know high school or school age people you really don't have much of a choice because you're stuck in classes, you're stuck in, um, groups or whatever. So you really have no choice per se, with the exception of the time that you spend outside of school for your friend group. But when you're an adult, even you know working, you just, you're not really forced to work with a lot of people that you don't want to. You, you, you have your cube. <laughs> you're not really forced into relationships with people, uh, like you are in schools so once you're older you really kind of pick the people that you want to be around. So you know when you when you do get to a point where you think you're you're being self-deprecating but uh it it could come across as self-abusing uh to try and, you know, get a laugh or try and be interesting or whatever, it's it's really something that is a problem and you should always keep a good group of friends around you who are willing to not just uh let you know how valued you are but also to kind of call you out on your shit when you're doing that because uh, again my friend ron just absolutely called me out on it he's like listen you know it it was a bit much you were a bit going overboard with the the way that you were picking on yourself so i i really want to thank ron um it really did give me a chance to take a second look, take a second listen and be like, okay, yeah, yeah. There was a a little bit much. I mean, if I made a couple jokes here and there, that wouldn't be bad, but I think almost every other line I was just kind of ragging into myself. So it was a bit much. I mean, to me, it wasn't trying to be uh, self abusive about myself. Wasn't trying to put myself down as to what I wrote, but you know, reading it and I'm like, oh God, I was, I, I was naive. I was young and I was just trying to put together something that would be the next great American novel. Uh, who knows? I, I don't know what my thought process was. I can't remember that far back. I can hardly remember what I had for breakfast today. Cheerios. I had Cheerios for breakfast today. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I just really want you to, to know that People want to listen to you. Uh, people do care about you, especially once you're an adult. These are the group of people that want to be with you. Uh, it's all by choice. So these are the people who want to be with you, who want to care about you, um, even you know your friends, your family. You make the choices as to who you're going to spend time with. Uh, you don't have to spend time with all of your family if you don't want to. You can pick and choose certain family members that you really just connect with. So, you know, treat yourself kind of nice, but also make sure that you have the people in your life, the people that you choose to be with in your life that aren't just going to look at you as just, you know, okay, they're, you know, you're just their punching bag. You want people that you're going to, that are going to care for you enough to say, dude, stop being your own punching bag. You're kind of going a little too far. We care about you. We love you. And we don't want to see you just kind of slip into something really negative. So on that, yeah, that's kind of where I stand about it. Um, If you thought that I was being a little bit too much, please certainly let me know, as always. I... I am not paid for this. I am never going to be paid for this. I am doing this purely for my own entertainment and purely for my own amusement. But I do have my Facebook page, and I would love if you guys would come over to it and interact with me. I I really, like I said, I take to heart what people say. So please come talk to me. Or if you know me in person, feel free to talk to me because I really enjoy talking about this. I enjoy talking a lot. Um and I would love to hear your feedback but again as I said on that note I think it's just about time to wrap this episode up today and I want to say that I love you beautiful b-holes, and I will talk to you next week It's a way you walk it's a way you talk it's the way you shine It's the way that day. Sorry not to follow me is all over. One thing I know this is my life.